Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Morning, and welcome to another episode of Hard Factor presented by Barstool News Network. It is. Monday, January 6th, 2020, and welcome back to Hard Factor. Pat, Woo! how's it going, man? Hey, Where you been? Hey, guys. Good to be back. Uh, still in a basement in Tennessee for one more day. Amazing. I'm back on the show, and I'm stoked for some news. Nice. You made yeah. it out of the cabin. You made it out of the cabin. Made it out of the cabin. Made it nice. out of the cabin. Good. Good. Well, what are your stories today? Well, I'm talking about, well, they're probably the best story we've ever covered here on Hard Factor. Uh, I'm... It has to do with a teacher and a park, and oh, nice. uh, that's, that's all I'm going to give you. And then, uh, okay. and then a man ran over some seagulls in Maryland. Hey, Pat, you're the only ten I see. Mm-hmm. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Welcome back, Pat. Happy holidays. Glad you're glad to have you back, Wes. What are your stories today? Uh, I got one about a uh, a psychic uh, scam artist. Uh, so, you know, pretty typical. Well, that, that goes hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty typical. <laughs> right. There. And then I've got a, a one about bed bugs. Oh, oh, gross. Yeah. Wow. I was going to do one about a, a revenge STD murder, but it was really bad. And I was sick of oh. doing these horrible stories. So I said, fuck. Honestly, it. I would have okay. rather the revenge STD story. I wish you hadn't mentioned it. Well, so, so yeah, I can give it to you in a, in a five second synopsis. They shot a girl in the head because they uh, he gave. Okay. This, yeah. Never mind. Go. Wow. There you go. Never All mind. Right. Okay. Well, so what was far, the STD? Was it a bad one? Uh, th- they didn't even mention that, which really pissed me off. It better have too. been a bad one. Yeah, better not have been warts. Yeah, so so far we've just been uh, dr- dragging the, the the very dregs of the internet yeah. uh, for stories. Uh, Mark, what do you got? Do you have any? I have the entire Iran, Iraq, U.S., Middle East crisis is what I have. Oh, all of World War Three. Yes, I have the, the oh. biggest story of the past decade. Okay. I, have to, ah! I have to do it. I have to do it all, right. all in one segment. Yeah. All Mark, right, I got. I, I think you're going to be saying singing a different tune when you get to my story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you think this other guy's going to take the cake? All right. Well, Mine's I've a got a story. Maybe I've got uh, new Democratic primary polls uh, and predicted markets and good news for weed smokers in Texas. Get us going on that World War Three story. Mark, let's do it. So since last we talked, the world has gone to complete shit. Uh, it started going to shit right around Florida Man Friday, but we figured everyone could use a good laugh on Friday and we would do a big update today. So here it is. Uh, so we oh. covered the raid on the U.S. Embassy in Iraq uh, in Baghdad last Thursday. We talked about that. So I'm not going to totally rehash that. Uh, well, we responded to that raid also. It might be a response to an American contractor that was allegedly killed by Hezbollah, combination of the U.S. raid in Iraq and an Iraqi U.S. uh, US citizen death. And our response was pretty drastic. We took a drone uh, and we we sent it to the Baghdad airport and we killed uh, two of the top military men in the Middle East on Thursday. We killed Mm, Abu Mahdi al-Muhandis, the deputy head of the Iran-backed and funded Iraqi Popular Mobilization Forces, the PMF, and probably the number one guy in all the Middle East, um, the head of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, 
uh, and Cuds Force. I think I'm pronouncing that probably wrong. Kasem Soleimani. Uh, important. Yes, Kasim. Kasim. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think it's Kasim, isn't it? Kasim. Kasim sure Soleimani. Yeah. He's dead. Fuck him. Uh, important to note that the the Cuds Force was labeled a terrorist group in 2007 for providing support to the Taliban and is assumed to be a partner of the Hezbollah, who I mentioned uh, might have killed that U.S. contractor and who we sent uh, three bomb strikes last Sunday and killed 25 members of the of Hezbollah, right? So yeah. Trump did not consult Congress, by the way, about this drone attack, but he is the commander-in-chief, and his team is saying we did not feel the need to ask for authorization uh, over basic rights of self-defense. This is an act of self-defense. It wasn't an act of war. So mind your own yeah. fucking business, Congress. That's what they're saying. And he was like, and he was like, also, remember, you're about to put me on impeachment trial. Right. So. He's like, I'm not real happy with you, Congress. Uh, a few things about Soleimani that seem to be consistently believed by most people on both sides, even though on uh, both sides appear in the U.S., I should say, even though we can't agree on anything these days with the two party system, is that Soleimani was a military genius and a huge piece of evil shit. Uh, the Pentagon blamed Soleimani for hundreds of deaths of Americans and their allies in several attacks just in recent months and Trump says the U.S. had intel that he was potentially behind the embassy raid in Iraq. He probably was behind the embassy raid in Iraq where people dressed up like protesters but they were actually like uh, working for, for Soleimani to raid and burn down the U.S. embassy in Iraq um, and, and also um, yeah, I mean, you know, they also have intel that he was uh, going to imminently injure more U.S. citizens as it right. seemed like he liked to do. Yeah, and that's why so, he, that's why Trump didn't ask for Congress because then it would they would have taken too long. He could have fucking killed right. some people in between then. So yeah. yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. Well, so, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you, like uh, coming into the new decade, what a look for the federal government. We got we got an impeachment trial, and then the president <laughs> just airstriking like the the top yep. general of a country that's hated us since the new government took over in the seventies. And yeah. the uh, New just... and the New England Patriots and the Saints lost. It's been a pretty hot start to twenty twenty. Yeah, USA uh, is just in shambles. US is, USA the is going crazy so far. Uh, <laughs> I'm asking as a question. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Because because I okay this whole Congress thing. I feel like these rules, and I, I know that they were put in, in place in, like, 1973, right, or something like that. The, there was an act. That was before, like, the only option of war was potential nuclear war. Like, I feel like the, the game has changed a little bit today. Maybe the rules should change a little bit. Yeah, I don't know all yeah. the rules. I do know he's commander-in-chief. I think it's in the Constitution. I don't think that, he has to consult with declare, them. He doesn't have to consult right. with them for individual acts, I'm pretty sure. So he, he's not going to get in trouble. There, it's it's going to be like war, it's legal, legal gray area. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, we could figure it out. We can we can get an expert on. My main thing is now that it's just pretty much nukes or nothing. Maybe we should we should. Do well, no, no, well, we no. Well, it's nukes or drones. It's nukes or drones. Yes. Yeah. Well, so that's which why, is what he used. Yeah. That's why it's a little bit scary, Pat. Regardless of Soleimani being a dickhead, Iran is really, really pissed. The supreme leader Ayatollah. Ali Khamenei, I didn't practice any of these names, Khamenei, Khamenei, whatever, okay. called for harsh yeah. revenge, uh, according to a statement published to his official website. And I'm pretty sure every U.S. citizen has been fatwad at this point. I think I got fatwad on Twitter Sunday when I made fun of Iranian hackers for hacking the most pathetic government website possible that probably had 0.0 <laughs> security, the Federal Depository Library. Uh, mm. One hacker went after me saying, any hack's an impressive hack, and started talking shit to me and saying, right. we, should, we should be concerned, Iran's got great hackers and i was like okay get the fuck away from me and then <laughs> another lady started liking the posts uh 
related to it and i went on her page and it looked like she was from iran and i had to translate her posts but her most recent post translated to if today is my last day on earth i would like to find without people's permissions their ids and account numbers and crush their teeth in their mouths um, yeah you're done mark and then you're the next done. post was of general soleimani's like bloody uniform and a message about his funeral and how sad it was so i'm in yeah. trouble i'm it's no wonder you're trying to get me to post that video that you wanted someone to go down with you. <laughs> I, am, I am super fatwad fatwad Whatever. Hey guys, uh, real quick. The, yeah. dem- the Democrats were citing the uh, War Powers Act of 73, which states that when existing U.S. armed forces are abroad, substantially enlarged without a clear declaration of war, the president shall submit within 48 hours a report in writing to the House Speaker, who's ah. currently Nancy Pelosi. Gotcha. Good, uh, good quick fact check in there, Pat. Did you hear anything about the uh, everyone wanting to kill me, or did you just were you just Googling? yeah? You want to get fat okay. I, I, Yeah, I, I, well, I, I, I didn't I, want you to get fat what, so I thought maybe okay. we so, should <laughs> move off that subject because I love all right, you. Cool, thank you. So Iran and Iraq are big mad people. Uh, it's pretty clear. The State Department urged U.S. citizens on Friday to leave Iraq immediately, uh, and also warned that citizens should not approach the U.S. embassy in Baghdad for those sought-after selfies of the Baghdad embassy that everyone's trying to get, right? So steer oh, clear of the Baghdad embassy. Don't go to Iraq. I would probably well, yeah, you're not supposed to be to out Iran. of Iraq. They, yeah, they tried to out. evacuate all the U.S. citizens. Get out now. Don't travel there. Cancel your plans to Iraq and Iran if you had any, um, except for the 3,500 to 5,000 new troops that are being sent over there because Iran is not right. only promising severe revenge and already hacking our federal websites, but they also this weekend said, Hey, fuck you guys. We aren't going to play by the rules outlined of the 2015 nuclear agreement, and we're going to go uranium crazy starting now, although I highly doubt that they'd been abiding by those rules to begin with. But so now, that's where the now, War Powers Act comes in, is the right. 5,000 new troops. Right. Mm-hmm. Now they're brazenly saying, though, on their state TV, fuck the U.S. and fuck the nuclear agreement. And in Iraq, they're chanting death to Americans in the streets during Soleimani's first funeral which, that looked which, like it was so, attended by everyone in the country. Yeah, probably, maybe... Who knows? Maybe you had to go to the funeral. Also, uh, they have been chanting death to America since the 70s. So that's true. That's not new. Now it's just all of them as opposed to some of them. Also on Sunday, Iraq's parliament voted to expel all U.S. and foreign troops from their country. I don't know how that's going to play out or if that's going to even be a thing, but they want all foreign troops out of Iraq. Uh, Iraq's parliament, by the way, not nearly as lit as the U.K.'s. Didn't look like a very fun meeting. I'd seen some conflicting reports on that Iraq uh, ruling from the Iraqi government. I'd seen that it it was possibly not as immediate as also. I don't. Yeah, I read something that they weren't even allowed to make that decision, but they're pissed. The point is, they're pissed. Mark, very upset. I don't think we care. Leave us on on rugs. Because we're getting the new hard factor house. Well, next it's week. Oil, so it's oil rugs. We're going to be okay on, I think. But oil no, 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 no. But is it okay for me to get a Persian rug? Yes, for the hard factor. Absolutely, house? sure. Okay, sure. Just so sure. I mean, listen, Iran has been asking for it with uh, you know fucking with the tankers and they fuck shot down our drone and they went against our embassy and they might have killed a contractor um, and you know like they've been asking for it, right? So don't yep. get me wrong. Iran, but Iran doesn't want a single fucking piece of the U.S. in any sort of military conflict or war because that would be a beatdown of epic proportions. No, I don't think World War III is about to get started. Right, but I think we're is, about to get fucked with. Like we're about right. to get meddled. They're going to attack U.S. bases. Those bastards and stuff don't like play that, fair. But, they probably not. Yeah, they're going to attack yeah. U.S. embassies potentially in Afghanistan. They're probably going to attack Saudi Arabian oil fields again. There was the they're Kenya probably going to do guerrilla bombings over here or whatever the fuck. They're going to do some stupid cyber attacks. Uh, they're 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 ass. They're going to be assholes about it. So. Um, everyone's now all fucking amped up and on high alert. And like you mentioned, World War Three is trending and all this stuff. Um, Trump has said the assassination of Soleimani was not an act of war, but an act to deny war. But Iran's not buying that. 
Trump also said if Iran responds with force, the U.S. will bomb 52 sites uh, that are already planned out, pre-planned out in Iran. And I'm assuming that uranium nuclear plants are now fair game since they publicly declare they're not planned by that agreement anymore. And Iran responded to that by saying he says 52. We say 300. We'll attack 300 of your Europe sites if you attack 52 of ours. And they mm. said what what should happen is they should be allowed to do one violent attack that's equal to the killing of Soleimani and that we should chew it. And then we're even. And then if we escalate it again, then we're going to start a new round of uh, conflict. Uh, so they're yeah. like, you guys, you guys just sit eye back and eye. take one. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, eye for an eye. I mean, it's a mess. You've got dipshits like Colin Kaepernick trying to make this about race. You've got dipshits on the left and on the right just only spouting party line rhetoric. And you've got a few countries in the Middle East that are raising the blood red revenge flags. Yeah. Uh, whatever yeah. the fuck that means. Of I course. Mean, yeah. 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 What I, color, been, by the way, what I, color would that flag be? It's got to yeah. be blood red. I've been seeing pictures of what Iran looked like before 1979. They they have no idea what they're doing over there. Uh, it looked like a lot lot nicer place before uh, 1979. Women were wearing shorts. They were driving. <laughs> I don't think they have. Yeah, they don't nice have their cars. Heads. Yeah. No AC though. They, Wes. they don't no know. What, they don't know what the hell they're doing over there. Fast cars, loose women. That's right. Yeah, that's what. He, yeah. You're about uh, to get fatwa. I, I still watch, think watch that our, our our original punishment of getting EA Sports to make the Iranian national team have the lowest score possible in FIFA uh, and to have their team celebration when they score a goal be over the top gay because you know they hate the thought of men touching each other, just like shirts off and just like hugging each other in a pile. Yeah, we'll see. Score. We'll see, though, if I the, they were if the international support, if it's going to be behind well, us or behind our China, Iran, that's a good. that's a know. good point. Well, this is why I know we're having some issues because even China has asked that both sides de-escalate and the U.S. use some restraint going forward. So China the is that telling everyone to cool it. The guys that bring out the blue water cannons to dye the skin of protesters so they know who to beat. <laughs> and the guys that have basically put every single one of their Muslims in a prison camp is telling us to cool out. But I think they're still, but I think they're still signing phase one of the trade deal this week. So That's not you know. good. It looks like Russia and China you know, have some ties with Iran. It might be allies with them. We have NATO and Israel. And by the way, uh, another thing Iran, I understand you're mad, but again, you don't want the smoke and Israel's licking their lips and have like the best air force on the planet. And they're, you know, they're going to just fly over there and bomb you as well. So just calm down. And a lot of them are ladies. That's right. Bombers. And you don't want that. That, no, they don't want that. That's embarrassing. That's what I'm saying. The Persian man does not want to get attacked by a lady. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that there's going to be a lot more to come from this. I gave you a, a high level of all the things that have happened. It's yeah. a mess. It's going to keep going. World War Three doesn't stop in a day. Wes, no. take us to the lightning round. All right, guys. Anyone here believe in psychics? Uh, no. 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 Are you kidding? Well, all right. Well, I'll admit, I'll admit I do love those like medium shows from time to time. I think they do really good things for idiots who are suffering from some tragic loss. And if those people want to believe that some woman with big hair from Jersey or some skinny gay kid from California can talk to their dead husband and give them some closure, then I'm, I'm not going to hate on that. And, 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 but do you believe it's happening? No, I don't believe it's happening. But I think oh. in those instances, it can be beneficial. But when these Whatever con- makes you happy. Whatever right. makes you happy. <laughs> exactly. But when these con artists, because that's what they are, start to prey on innocent people by making up shit and stealing the money, that's when it becomes despicable. And that's what's happened to one Massachusetts woman who was conned out of over 70 grand by some liar who claimed that the woman's 10-year-old daughter was possessed by a demon and that she would need to help her uh, to buy her soul back from the demon. Oh, Classic. man. What a scam. Yeah. Yeah. What a good scam. You have yeah, what a you gullible have, person. She had her hook yeah. line in the sink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you, how do you respond to that? Yeah. Well, uh, you you, you got to get the demon out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You I only mean, got one like, choice, really. 
Was she ultra religious? Like, why'd you go for this? Well, she went to the fuck. She was going to a goddamn medium. Will yeah, she well, was a nut job. She was ultra gullible. It didn't matter. <laughs> ultra gullible is right. So Tracy uh, Milanovic uh, of thirty seven of Somerset, who is not the worst looking con artist in the world, told the the oh, woman who visited her business, Tracy's Psychic Palm Reader LLC, back in November, that there was a demon in her daughter, likely because the woman would go to Tracy and tell her what a little shit her daughter was all the time. So uh, Tracy jumped on the opportunity and told the woman she could rid her daughter of the demon and that she would put the demon into a Barbie doll instead. All she needed was some Bounty brand paper towels, a Barbie doll, a white trash bag, a sonogram photo, and a, uh, and a, a picture of her daughter, and, of course, lots of money. Um, oh. Yeah. So, of course, Tracy did not want anyone to know about the exorcism or it might upset the spirits if they found out because spirits hate when the Massachusetts police get involved in their possessions. And, um, of course, when the woman's daughter continued to act like a little possessed monster, like many 10 year olds do, the woman quickly, quickly realized that Tracy's bullshit hadn't worked and maybe she just needed to pay more attention to her daughter instead. So she went to the police. Do you think the daughter called her out like this is dumb, mom? Wait a this minute. This is fucking stupid. I don't think the daughter, I don't think the daughter knew. Why did the medium need so much money? She's like, it's it's going to take a toll on my mental health to right. get the demon out. So it's going to be 100 times more than my normal fee. She, Lots of tools, Mark. She kept, yeah. potions. She kept saying that, that it was... Yeah. She kept saying she was only half cleansed and that she needed more money. So it was like, only it was one of those things. Cleansed. Almost got it out. We almost got the demon. Just a little was bit more Was she breaking money. the it's daughter much, off? It's like paying the daughter a percentage? What's that? Oh, no, I, have, I, don't, no, I don't think the daughter this, knew that she was about to be like... This lady also think, thinks that all magicians are like mass murderers that cut women in half and like kidnap people when they make them disappear. Yeah. She's like, what, what, is, what is wrong with her? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, long story short, the police got involved. Now Tracy is charged with six counts of obtaining property over 250 bucks by trick, uh, larceny, and intimidation of a witness. Um, and basically just being a complete con artist by taking advantage of this poor woman who is she, obviously... She's got some skills, though. ...raising yeah. a, the, um, wait, a monster of a daughter. Did, did, <laughs> Wes, did you list? Did you list her first and last name? The lady who's gullible. Yeah, no, no. I, the, the lady who's gullible did not. Her name is not listed. But Tracy Milanovic. Okay, good because I was going to say every con artist that read that article was going to go after her. After, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, every no, everybody no. in New England, every con artist in New England. Oh, yeah, she's her. a lot. She's a lot uh, less. There's a lot less money. This poor gullible woman now. So, but uh, hopefully this woman is now done conning people of uh, Somerset, Massachusetts. Mm. Yeah, learn your lesson, lady. All right. Let's move it over to some new polls are out for the Iowa and New Hampshire Democratic primaries. Um, and that we're going to talk about those and the predicted markets they affect. So the new data uh, for Iowa, the Iowa caucus, remember that's happening on February 3rd. So coming up quick uh, has basically a three way tie for first Sanders, Buttigieg and Biden all at 23 percent in Iowa. And then Warren just behind them at 16 percent. Um so that's pretty surprising, uh, Iowa uh, being completely split like that. And if you look at the predicted market, you have Bernie Sanders at 43 cents, so overvalued. Buttigieg at 29 cents, who Wes had suggested before, still pretty good value there. And Biden at 23 cents Ooh. and Warren at seven cents. So Biden and Warren definitely undervalued and predicted. Uh, and Buttigieg, like Wes had suggested earlier, Bernie overvalued. But it's a little too dicey for me in Iowa. What do you guys think about that one? I mean, uh, Biden actually is, came up five cents from the last time we looked into this, so he's on the rise for sure. Um, mm -hmm. Buttigieg went down a cent, and Bernie went up like you know four, three or four cents from the last time we looked at this poll. So um, I don't know. I, I still like Buttigieg because I still think that he's leading in some of the polls that that are being used for this this information. 
Um, yeah, for Iowa, yeah. He, he has been. He, it's been it's been trade offs. It's been yeah. I think Biden's led one, Buttigieg has led one, and Bernie's led one. Right. So. so I don't know. I think he's still undervalued, but Bernie is. It looks like he's taken taken a little bit of a, a commanding lead there. Yeah, I mean, and predict it, but yeah. in the polls, right. he's, they're all split at 23 percent. Right. Exactly. So. so I don't know. I I was going to be an interesting one. It's crazy to have Iowa that much of a toss up. It's the first election. I think usually the winner of Iowa wins the whole thing. Um. Yeah. All right. Next up is New Hampshire, uh, where the newest poll dog. Yeah, it says that Sanders is at 27 percent polling in New Hampshire, Biden at 25 percent. So just behind Buttigieg at 13 and then uh, Warren at 18. I don't know why Buttigieg was listed first. Uh, But yeah, Bernie, uh, he's at 55 cents. I'm predicted he got 60 percent of the vote in New Hampshire last year. I'm sticking with him. I Mm -hmm. think even at 55, it's just under a double up. Still pretty good odds there. Uh, but Biden at 23 cents, if you think he can pull the upset, if you think Biden's going to like make a big run in New Hampshire, go for it. Also, Pete Buttigieg, probably the best value there at 15 cents in New Hampshire because he has actually led New Hampshire in other polls. So, you know, I, nah, I don't know. 13 percent there is low, but I, I, I'm sticking with Bernie. Bernie. I got Bernie at 51 cents. He's at 55 cents right now. Still basically a double. That's up great value. Show. Yeah, I just Bernie. bought Bernie. Bernie in New Hampshire. Yeah. Bernie in New Hampshire. Real real quick tip. So last week I was telling everyone how the tweet market had Trump at eight days and everyone else at seven days. So I bought the highest uh, bands like he would do the most tweets. Well, he started off pretty fast and the top bands shot up. I got them at like 16 to 20 cents. They shot up to like 52 cents, 55 cents for the top band. And then um, he stopped tweeting. So I noticed this and I dumped all of them. Uh, at about an average of 40 to 45 cents a share. So I doubled up and I put all of it into the lower tweet markets, like the bottom four bands. And now those have shot way up. So I'm still going to make three or four hundred dollars on this market. But I had to pay attention and and manipulate it at first. Oh, put everything on the top bands and it was going up. It was going up. But I was realizing he's not going to hit these top bands, Mm, sold all my shares, then invested in the bands he's going to hit. And I'm still going to make money. But had I just not paid attention, I would have lost. Nice. Exactly. And that's the beauty of predicted. There's the there's the weekly tweet markets, which you do have to monitor, like Mark is saying, but can still be extremely lucrative if you do pay attention. And then there's all these election markets in 2020. We're going to have 50 plus, you know, primary and uh, election markets closing. Um, and I'm going to start blogging about those in particular, the election markets. Uh, so be on the lookout for that on the Barstool blog. Uh then no, no matter what you want to do, you're going to want to go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get your first 20 matched on us in the stock market of politics. If you have any difficulty with the sign up process, just let us know. We'll get it sorted out for you. But 2020 is the year for predictit. We're going to be making wagers constantly oh, yeah. on the elections, on the tweets, on the debates, uh, the, the mention markets. It's going to be constant action all year for predictit and hard factor is going to be very fun. Yeah, my portfolio, is, my portfolio is four figures. I'm getting it to five. Pretty soon this this year. Ooh, sick brag! Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm mad about that. You kind of all right. <laughs> can I can I get to the best story of the year? Yes, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah let's do it. And I this is gonna last. A Wisconsin high school English teacher has been busted, guys, after he was caught brown-handed and subsequently admitted to shitting in a public park multiple times a day over the course of the last two years. Oh wow! What do you, what do you mean, like in a toilet in the park? Nope, I don't mean in a toilet. I'm talking about open air dumps. <laughs> What kind of park is it? What kind it's of just a public park about? about an hour south of Madison. Why does he hate this park? Why does he hate this park? Where did he get into all this, guys? You his just, ex-wife just... works at the park? 
you just sit your butts down and you let me get through this All story. Right. All, All right. questions will be answered. Uh, Fox 6 News Wisconsin confronted Jeffrey Churchwell last Thursday as he attempted to leave Natureland Park in Whitewater after he presumably took a huge dump. Uh, he was dressed in an oversized Green Bay Packers Super Bowl champ sweatshirt and had a green <laughs> headband on. That's, that's not that's, unusual. That's, that's yeah, not that unusual. Looks like there. a guy who took like a big dump. That's the the <laughs> uniform of a guy who just took a big dump. Yeah. Anybody in NFL clothes, yeah. yeah. They're taking, they're he, taking he had, big shits that day. He had no comment as he got into his Chevy Impala several pounds lighter. Uh, the problem got so bad that the Parks Department had to install a trail camera, which initially got police on the scent. Um, this guy's <laughs> taking a shit in this place two times a day for two years. Uh, the Walworth County <laughs> you, you Public think Works. When, you think when they first like caught him, they were like, what kind of animal did this? And then someone's like, that's human. That's yeah. human feces. That's Chipotle corn if I've ever seen it. <laughs> oh, Mark, they knew it was human because the, the, the Walworth County Public Works Department had to start making trips to the park five days a week, multiple times a day. Because apparently, I guess, Churchwell took the weekends off. But otherwise, he was com- completely regular in this park. Well, that uh, should have tipped them off who, who who the suspects were. It was someone, someone, that, it was someone that didn't work there. weekends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So according to Richard Ha, the public works director, uh, quote, it was taking up precious time and resources to go and clean up unnecessary human waste. <laughs> um, yeah. And when he was confronted by authorities, Churchwell reportedly said that he did it for convenience and to be disrespectful. That's pretty disrespectful. Uh, nice. <laughs> That's definitely disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just did it for uh, the last part of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, also, what a what a psycho, right? Like to be this disciplined, to like this ticky tacky of a disrespectful. Like this dude thinks he's punk rock. In he's just shitting, Wisconsin, he's just shitting in a park. My in dad Wisconsin. used to take me to this park, and then he left. He left me, so I go. I, I got bad memories from this park. Yeah. Right. So, guys, in terms of crime and punishment, Churchwell has agreed to pay a fine of $6,000, which breaks down to about Slaughterhouse 577 per Black Beauty, which isn't really that bad even on an English teacher's salary, considering that, considering that the giver went into the wild uh, 1,040 times during the Chocolate War. <laughs> well, that's, that's, a of, that's a lot of dumps. Was Pat just reading <laughs> off like, like, I, book titles or something there? Yeah, West. <laughs> I, I didn't understand the the math either, but uh, you know, so okay, he got so enjoyment two, out of it. Two times a day. saying fifty two weeks times five times well, two. <laughs> yeah, fifty exactly. But then it, he probably took the summers off. He probably took holidays off too. If you, any any national holiday, that's not he's shitting in his own house. Worst case, it's like ten bucks a dump that he's right. having to pay fine. He's he really not that great of a shitter it's when you much. when it all boils down to it. You know, ten bucks a dump is too much. A guy like this is not going to be able to not do this, though. He's going to find another park. Yeah. <laughs> or his neighbor's lawn. Probably not married. The, the <laughs> news rolled up on him while he was leaving the park. That's the best part with cameras. What are you doing so... here? It's like Catch a Predator style. <laughs> like cheaters. Everybody yeah. had to know by the time this guy got caught. How like, f- it had to be an open secret. You don't, ha- you don't go to shit in a fucking park twice a day and not nobody knows about it. That doesn't yeah. happen. Everyone like, knew. Everybody knew that this guy was shitting in the park. Like, there's, there's like a, a CrossFit team that's always working out, and they're like, there he is. Look at him. He's squatting down. <laughs> they didn't tell him because they were just having fun with him. Yeah, exactly. The, the town, like, yeah, they knew. Everybody knew. What's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Jim, it is uh, uh, Jim and the see, Packers Churchwell, hat. Jer- Jerry Churchwell. 
Yeah, Jerry. Everybody knew Jerry was shitting in the woods. They just like, <laughs> they yeah, were like right, we're going to get to it eventually. Jerry, it's just Jerry. Uh, Keep an right. eye on him. <laughs> all right, guys, moving on. Uh, bed bugs are no joke, guys. We all may remember not too long ago when New York City was uh, having a bed bug infest- infestation. Uh, they they still are, really. It's just not big news anymore. Uh, but these little parasites are hard to get rid of. In fact, the only sure way to uh, kill them is by heating up the room they're infesting to like 122 degrees for several hours using giant heaters. Um, huh. I actually witnessed this operation one time, and it is insane what businesses must go through to get rid of these blood suckers, and it's not cheap. So when a pill bottle full of bed bugs was found in a boy's jacket at a Walmart in um, Edinburgh, Pennsylvania, you better believe they took it very seriously. Um, actually, two pill bottles were found, one in the dressing room and one in the men's clothing department area. Um, and this is a high crime in reality because every piece of clothing, bedding, anything a bed bug could survive in would essentially be worthless because nobody would want to bring it home, um, costing yeah. the store, you know, a lot of money. How do you get bed bugs in a pill bottle? I mean, they they're they're not that tiny. You can you can you know if oh. if, if you find them, you can you can coerce them into a little pill bottle. Um, if you oh really th- yeah, they're, I mean they're, I used to I used to collect bed bugs. Yeah, <laughs> just tell them just tell them there's opiates in there. They'll jump right in. Yeah, I mean they're 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 right. they're like the size of a flea or like a little bit bigger than a flea. Oh, okay. So you can see them with your eyes. You can see them with your eyes, yeah. Um, so cops are searching for the culprit. Uh, may want to look at Pete down at Pete's Bed Bug Extermination Services first. Um, <laughs> no the, the store also said that they he's blocked... Showing, he's showing up before he gets the call. Yeah, exactly. He's like the, the departed guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling you're going to have a problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't mention the, the... I said the address wrong, Pete. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Uh, the store also says they have blocked off the area and are sure the bed bugs have not crawled out of the designated roped-off area. Um, and here's just a PSA for everyone. Every time you check into a hotel... The best place to look for these things is in the seams and around the, the piping and tags on your mattresses and box spring. So if you pull that up, you can see them. Um, like I said, they're like the wow. size of little little. You have a lot of bed bug experience. They well, like I, the glue. They like yeah. the glue on those tags. Like the like to to Pat's opiate point. They just yeah. like to get high. It's just a great place for them to hide until they come yeah. out while you sleep and suck your blood. I, I filmed that. Well, like cheaps out while on the road. Let's be honest. Yeah, when that's when true. On the road. Well, I'm now a, cheap a, a esteemed member of Wyndham Rewards. So a lot of La Quintas and and super eights in my in my future um so you also know that those those handy little luggage holders with wooden legs those are specifically built because bed bugs cannot crawl up them so use them if you don't want to infest your home uh when you're on a road trip just a little psa for everyone out there yeah about bed bugs. or yeah. spend an extra 40 dollars yeah, oh, yeah steer clear of the bed bugs everybody because yeah, because yeah because uh, the elitists like pat think that bed bugs don't like uh you know rich mattresses either they don't. Yeah. They know better. Always yeah. keep your luggage on those wooden things. And also, don't start an internet Twitter war with someone that is going to fatwa you. Those are right. two, two things yep. for today's show. Yep. Two lessons. Yeah. Two lessons from January the 6th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, you guys had mentioned this on the pod before, but now we've got some numbers to back it up. And we're talking about marijuana prosecutions in Texas have dropped by more than half since the state decided to legalize industrial hemp for production and possession in the state back in June. That was a great so sign. So basically, yeah, it's amazing. Basically, uh, marijuana convictions are down from 6,000 a month in Texas to about 2,000. So actually a two-thirds reduction. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. Congrats to all the weed smokers in Texas. Um, basically, the issue with it is, is that with legal hemp, <clears throat> now the onus is on the state to prove that any seized materials such as flour or vape pens or edibles are actually THC instead of just legal CBD or another industrial hemp uh, derived product. So, you know, like 
they can't arrest you for a CBD soap, but they could arrest you for like brownies that had THC in them. But the cops have to prove there's THC because they could both smell like marijuana, you know, like cannabis because yeah. they're both cannabis. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, the state didn't have any special plans to deal with the testing of, of seized material um, once they legalized hemp. Uh, so it's relying on third parties and other slow methods to get the tests back. Um, and Texas claims that they're going to have faster testing available soon for seized materials. So if you get arrested and they seize a ton of marijuana from your apartment or something, they'll be able to test that quicker in the future. But there's no word on when anything is going to be available for street cops if they find like an eighth in somebody's pocket. Right. Yeah, that, no, that sounds like a good use of time. Let's put um, let's put all of the seized hemp or marijuana in the um, uh, evidence locker, mm-hmm. clog that all up, and then two years from now when you get the right uh, testing stuff, just send 10 guys in there to spend a month testing all that shit. That's right, yeah, yeah. And then go back and arrest the people that you seized it from. Sure. Yeah. That's that's exactly uh, the point that Shannon Edmonds, director of government relations of the Texas District and County Attorneys Association, she said, quote, if law enforcement agencies and prosecutors asked for all of those to be tested when these new procedures become available, DPS would start with such a huge backlog that it would yep. likely never get caught exactly. up. How, yeah. how about you work on the rape kits, not the uh, hemp seizures or THC? Oh, 100%. If someone yeah. came, if someone came to my house like nine months after I got busted for having like a quarter, and was like, turns out it was marijuana. Here's your citation. I would start sitting shitting in parks that day, mm-hmm. public parks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, exactly. I mean, this whole thing just sums up how ridiculous it is. Okay, you need a, a special kit to be able to tell if the variety of flower you're looking at is is different from the other one that's legal, and it's impossible to tell them apart if you're on the street. Maybe you just shouldn't give a fuck, which right. is basically what's going on with a lot of the courts. They're saying, hey, we're not going to waste the time hearing these cases unless you have for sure slam dunk evidence that it's THC first, so enjoy it while it lasts, Texas. Basically, the courts are on your side now. Um, uh, the, the cops would have to prove beyond a shadow of doubt that it is weed before they'd ever even take it to court. Love it. Love it, yeah. All right, guys. Maryland police are looking for a man who deliberately lured a group of seagulls into a Maryland parking lot before running them over with his car. The incident took place in Laurel, Maryland, uh, where the man went into a Dollar Tree, bought popcorn, and then used that popcorn to lure the seagulls before running about (laughs) 10 of them over with his vehicle. That's not Uh, funny. What's wrong with you? Uh, well, I mean, seagulls are annoying. Yeah, I can just see a man that has such hatred for seagulls just doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, police are asking public for details and released an email for tips. I emailed the uh, email address earlier, advising them to be on the lookout for someone that was recently shit on by a seagull, and that's going to mm. do it for Hard Factor. Good, Thank good you tip. guys so much for listening. Uh, give us a five-star review if you can, or a comment. Most importantly, share Hard Factor with another. Tell a friend, tell a foe, uh, tell anyone. Help us grow this thing. We really appreciate you guys. It's the best job in the world. Let's uh, have a kick-ass 2020. Have a great fucking day.